everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 14 of our bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast here on SoundCloud.com. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. Daryl, what's going on, my man? Pretty good, pretty good. I just got back from my eye appointment. Yeah, and they told you you were blind? Hopefully not. It's a bad <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's good. Oh, nice. 2020 vision for the year 2020. It's the one thing that's gone right this year. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> too much too much crap happening in the world right now. That's cool you have 2020 vision, though. I've been blind as a bat since, like, seventh grade. So I just, for when I was younger, I just was too embarrassed to wear my glasses, so I just struggled through it. And then by the time I hit, like, junior year of high school, I decided, screw it. I need to see, like, leaves and stuff. So I finally started wearing my glasses. Leaves and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. Like, in class, I would just kind of suffer through it and not be able to read the whiteboard at all. And so, like, my notes for classes would just be awful because I'm like, I can't really tell what's up there. So I'm just going <laughs> to deal with it later. But is what Did it you is. you have to, like, wear your glasses and then, like, take them off when you, like, got to school or whatever? Uh, No, I just wouldn't wear them. Yeah, and then oh, when I started so. wearing them, I just would wear them pretty much constantly. So, like, now it's, like, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. Uh, the only thing that I won't wear them when I'm doing, obviously, like, showering or whatever, but if I read in bed before I fall asleep, then I won't wear them. That's about Smart it. Smart move. Yeah, yeah. So, how's the home buying going, by the way? Last week, or a couple weeks ago, you talked to us about that. Any updates there? Yeah. Home buying is a lot harder than I thought it'd be, especially in this market right now. Seems like every time we like a house, someone's already buying it. Like, it's not on the market anymore after we like it, drive by, do a tour through it. It's just someone's coming through and snatching it away from us every time. Man, that's nice. But wife and I, we, we looked at a few couple properties. We're going to do some more home tours tomorrow. They they look pretty good. They're within our price range, so hopefully once we do like the actual tour through the house, um, we can actually put the offer in. So we'll have our day tied up pretty much the whole day tomorrow. Yeah. It's always surprising to me how quickly you have to be ready to move when you're talking about real estate. Because mm -hmm. like I said before COVID this year, Stephanie and I were had started looking at houses and we went to go look at one. And it was like, okay, like if you're ready to go, like submit your paperwork like tonight, you know, and I'm like, holy shit, hold on. Like I need to, I need to think about this. This is like a lot of money, a really big life decision, but the way that it works because it's so competitive, you don't really have the time to do that. You have to like act right away. Oh yeah. It's like, you have to do all that stuff. Like, you know, are you ready to buy a house? Do you even have the money saved up? Like, mm -hmm. you need to have all that ready to go before you even start looking for a house. Because, yeah, like, having to do all that while you're looking for homes, homes are just going to be, you know, they're going to fly off the shelves right away. So, for it's sure. better to go in prepared. And, you know, you and your significant other are, like, committed to wanting you to buy a home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they definitely... <clears throat> they definitely pressure you. They are salesmen. Right. Right. Yep. It's like buying a car. You better sign up now or you're going to lose it. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing for like, even when you're getting an apartment to rent, I remember looking before I got this place and like, yeah, when you go and, and tour it, it's, you know, they want an answer pretty much when you're done with the tour. Like, okay, are you mm -hmm. interested? 
give me a call like tonight and uh you know we'll get you going with the paperwork so you don't really have a lot of time to think i just think it's weird because it's one of the most important decisions that you make financially in life and you're forced to do it in such like a truncated time period you know there's nothing else that like works like that it's not like when you're choosing to go to like a specific college or like accept a job that you need to make the decision like that night <laughs> you know it's like mm -hmm. oh yeah you can think about it a bit you know have like a couple days or take a week or you know so it's pretty strange yeah the whole process has been you know kind of going through it myself hasn't been too stressful but it's definitely been a lot more stressful on my wife because she's the one in charge of like all the numbers so her looking at the numbers and kind of like seeing what we can get away with or if we can actually purchase this type of home sure it's been a lot more stressful on her so i've been doing my my part to you know, kind of alleviate her of like some of the other stuff she has to do around the house or, you know, stuff like that. That's but nice. It, it's definitely a stressful ordeal. Yeah. It's not easy. Well, good luck, sir, with your tours tomorrow. You'll have to keep us updated. You're still looking in the same area for homes, like not in a different city or anything, same, same sort of region. Yeah, we originally wanted to look elsewhere, like outside of where we currently stay, but I think the best option for us is to stay where we're at. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what about you, Eli? What's been going on with you? How, how is life? Uh, my vision's still doing pretty good. I think it's it's possibly wavering currently, but um, <laughs> yeah, my yeah, I'm pretty lucky. Shit. I'm the only one in my family that doesn't have glasses. My parents and my brother both had glasses. Yeah, and uh, I am a late bloomer. I got my diabetes late, and I just started getting those migraines late, which usually develop a lot earlier. So, hmm. we'll, we'll we will see if I end up with glasses or not. But currently, uh, about somewhere around twenty twenty, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I um, I was gonna say if you're at this point in your life, you probably won't need glasses at least for the you know genetic like. Have, just generally having bad eyes, right? Like having being nearsighted or farsighted, but you'll likely need to get them as most people do when you're older to be able to like read and, you know, do that sort of thing. And I think that's kind of inevitable, but you, you should be old enough that you're past the, like just getting screwed over from birth, <laughs> bad eyesight. But well, we'll see. We'll that's see. what I mean. I'm the, I'm the late bloomer. So right. right. Any, any day now they could, they could go, go haywire. <laughs> I'll just lean in really close to the screen when you're playing your games. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about getting those like blue light glasses, but I don't know if that's really, I haven't done enough research. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're helpful. I mean, for the work that I do as well, like I figured it might be good to have them just because I stare at screens most of the day at work. And then I come home and I play games or like watch TV and stuff as well. But uh, I need to figure out if I can get them prescription. I'm sure you can, but yeah, I would consider getting them as well. You'll be happy to know, guys, my spider bite is fully healed. So my hand is back down to an average size. It's been that way for about a week now, but what what a fucking ordeal that was. I had to take those antibiotics uh, for about a week. So last time when we recorded and then for the full work week after that, and they were like horse pill size. <laughs> like they were just massive. So I'm glad to be done with that, and I have not been bit uh, a second time. So whatever it was, hopefully it's dead and out of my house. But, you know, other than that, things are good. I think it's getting busy for all of us with work. Um, no secret, we all work in, you know, at a winery. So with Harvest, it's just that time of year gets pretty wild. 
in terms of workload. So we're it's getting wild. It's getting wild, you know. Yeah, right around early September is where it kicks off, and we're going to stay busy probably till early November. So a few months of, of craziness there. But we're no strangers to it. Not only that, but it gets wild with the wildfires going on right now. Dude, you're telling me. Yeah. What a crazy fucking... <laughs> Four years in a row now we've had wildfires. But... Yeah. That was the, like, this most recent one affected you guys more than the previous years did, right? Is a little bit closer. I, I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly. When I first moved out here, like, a few years ago, I remember it being really bad out here. Okay. Because you could actually see the, the fire on the mountain ridge. Oh, wow. Like, I could see it coming over. I was like, what the hell's going on? And that's when, like, where we currently stay, like, they were, like, ready to evacuate us, like, it was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, that yeah, is wild. I, I remember waking up. I got woken up in the middle of the night and I have a two story house, which is kind of rare for California. Mm-hmm. But I could see out the I faced I faced east and west and my windows do. And I could see a fire out the east window and the west window. You could see both the the amber glows over the mountains and it was just like I was like, nah, that's nah, we're good. She's like, uh, there's fires out there. I'm like, oh, we're good. It's totally fine. <laughs> and then, but it happened to be super early in the morning, which was when one of my one of my buddies goes into work super early to start everything up. And he and he called me and was like, the the road shut down. I can't even get I can't even get through. There's fires like on the side of the road. Holy crap. Going up to work. That was the that was the one a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. That was the yeah, I know which one. I think that was 2017 or something like that. Because mm-hmm. Steph and I were house sitting for her mom, and we woke up to the sound. Well, all night basically there was like different ambulance noises and fire truck sounds going by her window, and we're like, "That's weird. Like, what is? Like, what's going on? You know?" And then we probably fell asleep for maybe like two hours, and then woke up to seeing fire on the hill across the street from her house. And we had like, I don't know, like five minutes, ten minutes to evac the house. And uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So. Not fun stuff, but luckily the ones over here seem to have calmed down a bit for the time being. It's just nuts that there's essentially a fourth season now, or a fifth season now, I should say, for California that's fire season. <laughs> I would I would call yeah. it a third season. California yeah. seasons only have uh, dry, hot and dry rain. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> Summer and rain, and now fire. Yeah, They've well... got a whole different season system going on over here. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. It just happens to overlap with our busiest work season as well, which is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But glad everyone Doesn't is, make our is work safe. Easier. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, everyone stayed safe, which was good. Glad no one had to evac or anything like that. So we'll keep all you listeners updated on more of these torrential fires as they happen. There's a new uh, natural disaster. Did you hear as well? There's fire tornadoes that have been happening. Oh, yeah. I've seen the video on that fucking crazy yeah that was wild yeah because i don't know we we now are in an area too where we get wind storms every year like last year in the city that i was at there was like 70 80 mile an hour winds for like days on end and so when you have that mixed with a fire it just creates a new monstrosity out of hell which is the fire tornado i don't know man this, the year is the year needs to end pretty quickly I, i'd be fine if i just fell asleep and woke up and 2021 
you know, get me my PS5, get me a few new launch games, and let's start over the year because this one's this one's pretty rough. <laughs> oh man. Um, speaking of which, we have a uh, a topic question that we always want to ask with relation to the rest of the show. Now, this week for you guys on episode 14 of Trophy Talk, Daryl is going to be the quiz master. So, Daryl, I'm going to pass it over to you to initiate our topic conversation, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll go ahead and kick it off. So the topic for this episode is, do you think boosting for trophies makes getting trophies and the eventual platinum less rewarding? What do you guys think? Hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to go, go ahead, ahead and say no. I mean, it depends. I'm going to say it depends because uh, if you're if you're boosting on a brand new because typically boosting you need to do for like multiplayer trophies, you can't really boost single player. So <laughs> uh, if you're boosting for like multiplayer trophies and in a new game with a very vibrant uh, uh, eco like people playing it, then that's kind of lame but it uh, we we played tomb raider together daryl and there was literally nobody playing that there was nobody playing it so what is there to do not get the platinum because it's dead nah, i'm not gonna let that happen <laughs> so i'm gonna boost it and so it depends yeah that's fair i guess it does usually imply that you're playing like you said an older multiplayer game or a game has like a multiplayer component that's older I don't know if it necessarily makes it less rewarding in terms of earning the platinum, but it might make it less fun in ter- like you know compared to if you were just playing it at launch when there's a bunch of people playing about it and talking about it or even more directly like if you're playing with a good friend online in co-op, so like Resident Evil 5 for example, I did all those co-op trophies with a, a high school friend and it was an awesome time and was like a lot of fun. Whereas if I was just like playing with someone who was boosting, like, I don't know if I would have been as open to like be on the mic necessarily and be talking to them for hours and hours about, you know, how to play the game and stuff like that. So I think depending on the, like if you're introverted or extroverted, boosting is a little bit of a, a weird premise for me. Like I, I'm personally not the type of person if I don't know the other player to like just put myself out there and be like yeah i'll play this 20 hour campaign with you or i'll play like 50 hours of multiplayer with you if i don't even know you so yeah that's kind of my take on it is i i i don't think it detracts but it's less fun depends on that too Me yeah daryl boosted uh tomb raider and i had a blast well yeah but you guys know each other is my point you're not strangers right. yeah well yeah just don't boost with strangers then <laughs> <laughs> that's a tagline don't boost with strangers <laughs> you heard it here for first folks that's what i'm calling the episode i like that <laughs> yeah playing tomb raider with eli it wasn't bad it was actually a lot of fun because we were just like taking turns killing each other mm-hmm. it was kind of like the the old days of boosting like hey i'm just gonna stay here while you kill me and then we'll take turns doing it back and forth it's like we're doing it all over again in 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. But yeah, it all depends, I guess, on the game. Because for me right now, I'm playing Friday the 13th, and that's a game that would be like right up there in the boosting threads. But I'm trying to do this legit just because I'm having a blast with this game, and I think the Platinum would just be all 
you know, it would be absolutely worth it. Like, I did this legit, didn't boost, you know, this is a legitimate platinum. And there's times where I want to boost it. Like, last night, I wanted to tell my cousin, like, hey, can you hide it in a tent so I can get the sleeping bag kill? Because I have been trying to get people with that kill. Like, I cannot find people hiding in sleeping bags because <laughs> everyone's just running about most of the game. But I... I was going to tell him, hey, man, you need to hide in the tent so I can get this damn trophy already. <laughs> is but, that the last, is it the specific trophy for that kill, or that's the last one you need in, like, a, a series of kills? It's for both of those, so, like, it'll count towards the PhD and murder trophy, where you get, like, all the kills in the game. Okay. And then it'll be a specific trophy where you actually got the sleeping bag kill because someone was hiding in the tent. I see. So, it'll go towards those two trophies. But I want to do it legit. But like, let's take a game for example, Killzone Shadowfall. Yep. I'm not really into first-person shooters anymore. I'll play the Battlefields, the Call of Duties, but like anything outside of those titles, I'm like not gonna spend my time on it. And that that's why I want to get the platinum on. But that's not a game I see myself having fun with. So I will probably boost that game. With um, people, Eli, wink, wink. <laughs> I don't know. If I know you got the game. 150 hours of bots. <laughs> and that's yeah. an example to me of a game that just the multiplayer component of the list is too big, right? Like that game has a really good, from what I've heard, really serviceable single player campaign. Like, why is it that difficult to get the multiplayer trophies? Like, it just seems ridiculous to me. As yeah, like a, as it, an aside, like I, I don't think that's balanced properly. It should not take you 150 hours to get the platinum just from multiplayer trophies. If there's also like a full fully built single player component to the game, that's crazy. Because you're not going to put 150 hours into the single player. So, <laughs> so like, why is it balanced like that? Yeah, I think it depends on how the uh, kind of it's kind of in the developers' hands and how they make the trophies, and they can't really anticipate how or what people are going to play like i think with killzone obviously they were uh keeping their fingers crossed that it was gonna you know it's gonna be a halo killer whatever you know like right they they wanted it to be big so they anticipated people playing it um but then also like with daryl's thing they tossed in a trophy for sleeping bag which they thought would be funny or like you know relates to something but you know it turns out nobody's ever in there so it's not really mm. fair like so if they plan on something happening and it doesn't happen, then like boosting is just, you know, what are you supposed to do? People don't play it that way. Right. That's a really good point. I guess to like to what I was saying, if you played the game more at launch and people don't have like the best strategy, there isn't a meta for the game at that point when it first comes out, you probably would have got that kill pretty easily, you know, because people would have been hiding in the tent and like no one knows the best way to play the game yet. So a lot of the times you're right Eli like those trophies that don't heat map well because I'm sure the developer can see that like no one is going into these areas and no one is doing this thing they become a necessity in terms of like boosting because you're too far removed from the launch date I do think that's a big thing with multiplayer games if you're going to play a multiplayer game and you're going to trophy hunt in it obviously it's best to do it right when the game comes out you're on an even playing field with everybody yeah that's a good advice because playing shadow Killzone Shadowfall, like how many years after it came out, 
It's Seven. it's just absolutely dead. Nobody playing it. So the most you can do is play with bots. But in that game, I think one of the the classes you actually need another person to boost with. So mm. yeah, very challenging playing the game. Yeah, ten fifteen years from time it was released. But I don't oh. think Killzone released that long ago. That's a good we point make- though about bots. If there's bots in games and you can use those to get the trophies, like certain Call of Duty titles, you can play with bots for multiplayer matches and stuff. And it's really fun. I have a great time doing it, especially when I play with some of my friends who aren't as good at Call of Duty or first person shooters. But nine times out of 10, that experience doesn't translate over to like your multiplayer rank or anything like that or any of your unlocks. So it's effectively wasted time. Which I think is kind of annoying because some people, again, are just going to prefer to play that way against bots. They don't want to hop online and play with random 12-year-olds screaming, get shit on in their ear, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Surprisingly, there's a lot of kids on Friday the 13th. Really? Yeah. And I don't know. I I would rather prefer them on Call of Duty because this game is very violent. Like, you're chopping people's heads off taking limbs apart yeah and you got like seven eight-year-olds playing this game and they're like super into it they're like oh yeah yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> like wait what why the hell are you playing this game yeah that is that is strange i've long complained about that with online multiplayer games in general like you know this game is rated m i understand that not everyone is going to be 17 when they play those games because i'm pretty sure i got an m rated game when i was like 14 i got halo but like you shouldn't be eight or nine either, you know, like there, there's a there's a range in there that I think is acceptable. And and I am kind of blown away sometimes by how young kids are when they're playing these things. But it's difficult because back in the day, we used to have to go with an adult to the GameStop or to the whatever local game store and either buy or rent the game. You know, we couldn't do it without an adult there to ver- like verify it or OK it. And now if your dad or mom have a PS4 that's not that they don't have like the child protection like stuff on there. Like you can just log on and just like turn on any of the games or like download any of them or whatever and just start playing it, you know? So it's a, it's a different world out there for sure. Times have changed for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Speaking of call of duty though, cause we were kind of talking about that. We did see our first trailer or first story trailer and sort of news drop about call of duty, black ops, Cold War, which is the new title for Activision this year. Now, they have a a rotating cast of studios who work on these games, and this year it was supposed to be Sledgehammer's year to release a game, but the word through through the grapevine was that the game wasn't coming together, and so they kicked off Sledgehammer and they brought up Treyarch again to do their title. Now, Treyarch just released Black Ops 4 in 2019? No, 2018. So this is a two-year development cycle game, which is pretty crazy. I mean, that's a really fast turnaround for a AAA game. But, um, yeah, what do you guys think of... Have you guys seen the trailer? Do you know anything about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War? Give me your overall impressions of that. I think the title's too long. It is, yes. I think they could have just done with Cold War, and people could probably assume it might be... a continuation on black ops if they just saw the uh the title alone but once you see the trailer uh you know it's part of the black ops series right right it's a lot of returning faces and 
yeah but i saw the trailer trailer looked pretty dope it's call of duty has a great way of making those trailers very exciting and very dope it's certainly like about as triple a as it gets right call of duty is like the marquee triple a blockbuster action title in my opinion and i still think that no games feel as good to shoot in as call of duty games do they just are very polished in that way um we don't know a whole lot about it yet and i don't think based on the trailers that i saw i haven't really glimpsed too much in engine gameplay you know it's just sort of like this is going to be the story they might have done a few little like short screenshots of like someone holding a gun or someone running or anything like that but i do think the time period is cool you know we've in the past with call of duty kept going more futuristic and then we had a sort of reversion to the original titles with call of duty world war ii which sold really well, but I don't think the users actually enjoyed it as much as something like the new Modern Warfare, for example. So I think kind of keeping it more grounded with Cold War, there's probably not going to be, you know, specialists with different like abilities like in Black Ops 4 and Black Ops 3 and stuff like that. So I, I am excited about that. And, and to touch on your name convention uh, point, I think that Black Ops has a certain sort of weight to it. You know, people hear that name and, and some people, I'm sure there's Call of Duty players out there who only buy games from the Black Ops franchise. And so this just sort of eliminates any sort of confusion as to like what the game is. And um, it also hints at what we know is coming, which is a, a really robust zombies mode. You know, Black Ops is always known for having zombies in a way more involved way than any of the other titles. So I am excited for that. They could have just went and said Call of Duty Black Ops, just like the recent Modern Warfare, and then I think that probably would have been cool. I think so, too. But the, the kind of rumor is that we're going to be getting a remastered first Black Ops at some point in the near future, just like they've been doing with some of the Modern Warfare titles. And I think we're also going to be getting Modern Warfare 3 remastered either early next year or in the middle of next year. So... Oh, man, they are making so much money right now. Yeah, they're making an insane amount of money. Um, one thing that was kind of interesting was that they did announce that Warzone, the free-to-play Battle Royale, is not going to go anywhere. It's going to stay as the primary Battle Royale experience for Call of Duty. And once Cold War comes out, a lot of the weapons and the skins and the environment in that map are going to transition to be more Cold War-focused. So I do think that's going to pretty interesting because Black Ops 4 had a the Blackout Battle Royale mode, and I was curious if they were going to bring it back for uh, Cold War, but it doesn't sound like they are. They're going to stick with Warzone. I'm just wondering when the, the Call of Duty is going to realize that this is just an annualized sports game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and follow suit with Pez. They'll, I mean, they'll do that when people stop paying $60 for it every year. Yeah, which will be never. Right, and I'm part, everyone's I'm part going of the down with their mob to the game store and yeah. uh, buying it underage, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the problem. I say every year that I'm not going to get it, and I end up getting it. I, I will say that a lot of it is, you know, if four or five or six, you know, in my case, it's almost like half of my friends list. Sometimes when I turn on my PlayStation, is playing Warzone or is playing a Call of Duty game. So it's really hard if you want to stay and like you know, stay in touch and play with some of your friends, that's the game that everyone's going to get, you know? Or maybe they're going to get NBA 2K21 or they're going to get Madden 21, but I'm not a sports game, guys. We've gone yeah. over. So Get that one, Colin. <laughs> yeah, so between those options, it's like, well, I'll just get the new Call of Duty, I guess. 
Like, whatever. <laughs> you can always get NBA 2K20 and help me out with those trophies, man. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah, and um, from a trophy perspective, I'm a little worried, I will say. Black Ops, more than any of the other Call of Duty titles, they always have crazy trophy lists. Like, fucking crazy. Because, like I said, the zombies is so involved. The zombies trophies are always really, really difficult. And, I mean, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, the, even the campaign trophies were difficult. We've talked about that a little bit in the past. So, I am a bit nervous to see how they handle it. Because I really enjoyed the newest Modern Warfare's trophy list. I thought it was awesome. You could get every single trophy in the single-player campaign in two playthroughs, essentially. Or one, if you did it on Veteran, right off the bat. And I thought it was awesome. So I'm a little curious to see how they handle it. Anything else to say on Black Ops Cold War? It's weird seeing Ronald Reagan. It is weird. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys think you're going to get this game, I guess, would be my question? and Or would you wait and get it on PS5? Because we know that if you buy the Black the PS4 version, you're going to have to pay to upgrade it to the PS5 one. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not getting the PlayStation Five anytime soon. So like, I'll just wait. It all seems like it's a disaster right now. Some games aren't making you pay to upgrade. Mm -hmm. Some games, apparently, I guess Black Ops. You said it's gonna make us pay to upgrade. Yep. So it's very confusing. Like, what's actually gonna happen and what's gonna change? Are the trophies changing? Or like, I don't know. I'm just gonna let all that fizzle out. I don't have 500 bucks to blow on a PlayStation right now, anyways. Yeah. So. Once I once I get more information on it, it comes out, and like, I'm not that hyped to get it. So, I don't know. I'm not I'm not buying it anytime soon. I think the way they're handling this title in particular is there's three versions of the game that you can buy. So there's like the standard edition for PS4. Then there's like the upgrade edition, which is I think either ten or twenty more dollars. And what that does is that you get the PS4 version, and then when you get You'll basically, when you go and you log on to PS5, you can download the PS5 version already. So you get a price cut on it. And then you can also just buy like the legendary, you know, $100 edition that they always do for these now too, which includes like all the season pass data, a bunch of skins, in-game currency, shit like that. So yeah, I agree. It's going to be weird how they handle it. Is it going to be two different trophy lists for the PS4 version and the PS5 version of the game? You know? And, and the, the confusing thing for me is if I put the PlayStation 4 version of the game into the PS5 console, is it not going to work? Is it not going to run better than it would on PS4 anyway? So then why am I paying for the inherently upgraded version? It, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So there's a lot to figure out. And we haven't heard anything about the release date or the price. And it's probably the PS5 is probably coming out in two months. So they really kind of need to get their shit together. This is also the latest they've talked about this year's Call of Duty in the in the last probably eight years or so. They almost always do the media drop in March, April, and they did it in late August this year. So pretty nuts. As far as other games, though, we did get a little glimpse at Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which is Rocksteady's new game. And... Uh, I think it's WB Montreal's other game, respectively. So did either of you guys see any of the gameplay footage for this? And were you excited about it? I haven't seen gameplay footage. I've just seen the trailers for both of those games. But they look pretty good. I'm, I'm actually excited for Gotham Knights because that'll be a multiplayer game. So you definitely link up with friends and take on Gotham City, man. That's going to be a nice ride. 
Yeah, and from what I could tell from the characters, Batman was not a playable character, right? Like you're playing as like Batwoman and Dark Nightwing and like basically all of the other associates of Batman, but you're not actually playing as Batman. Is that correct? Robin. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, you're you're playing as the members of the Batman family minus Batman. Okay. That's interesting. That would be cool. I think it's a great way to kind of spice up the series because, you know, you, you kind of got to play as some of the other characters in the uh, main Batman games. Very briefly, not a whole lot, but this game you can kind of like sort of dive into these characters for um, and uh, play them. So that'll be cool. P play as characters you've never really played before as. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll yeah, all have sweet. different like abilities and they'll handle a bit differently and stuff. Eli, you kind of mentioned it was it seemed like a good response to the Avengers game that's coming out pretty soon. It's like the DC equivalent of that. And I'm but I'm not going to get Avengers by the way. Is anyone excited about that game? I am. You are? But I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be on sale at the end like during the holidays. You know, PlayStation always does that huge blowout sale at the end of the year. So maybe it'll be like yeah. twenty or thirty dollars off. Then it's not going to be cheaper than thirty bucks this year, though, or forty bucks. Oh, I am going to break my rule though. I've, I'm going to pull the trigger on a game that's over thirty bucks. What? Um, what are you going to get? Which is Hellpoint. Hellpoint. Finally got a Souls-like game that's only got like about one playthrough. So probably going to pull the trigger on that one. Oh, cool. How much is break it? My rule. I think it's it's on sale. I was waiting, and it, there's a boatload of sales right now on playstation store so uh they ended up it just came out i don't know a couple weeks ago maybe a month ago and uh i was like i don't know it probably won't go on sale i'll wait until like maybe at the october sale but it did end up on this new weekends deal sale so i think i'm gonna it might be cheaper probably for the october sale to be honest but i think i might still get it now just just in case the trophies look relatively straightforward none of them are that rare um, yeah they have a pretty good completion rate yeah looks and there's like... only really one playthrough and there's just the coins which are like secrets you have to find uh i think there's kind of like a door like the uh we talked about uh the old school sh shooters where you got to run around and press square on all the walls i think yeah. it has a kind of mechanic like that which is a little frustrating i also think that's why that trophy is so low but other than that it's pretty much just beat the game and do a couple extra bosses. I think they're like optional bosses kind of thing. I think they're noted as like challenges. So is this trophy a, a third person action or is it a shooter Souls game? Soul, uh, third, uh, swords. Swords. Okay. Because there's that other one that you had talked to me about. The name I can't remember now. But it was more of like a third person shooter Souls game. And I guess more oh. of like uh, Ash Remnant or whatever from the Ashes is more like that too. So Remnant. Yeah. And then there's the Immortal Unchained is. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the first failed attempt at a soul shooter. Okay, interesting. That sounds cool though. I'm excited for you on that. Yeah, should be fun. I'm pretty hyped. I didn't see it on the or I haven't seen that new sale, the weekend sale or whatever. I know there's like yeah. the deal of the week, but what is this one that you're talking about? They so they they've I was disappointed on the sales, right? And now they have a ton of them right now. And but they're still lacking in the, the back end work of their sales where I think the What's that one? The weekend deals? There's like, or no, no, the other one you mentioned. Oh, hidden gems. Yeah. Oh, there was another one too. 
Uh, but there's like two, two uh, ads for the one sale. And then I noticed this weekend deal was not on the app, but I found it on the PlayStation. So it's it's just very confusing the way they're running this. The game's under $20, uh, has two clickable items on the PlayStation store on your phone. Right. And they're the same. So then there's the hidden gem sale and the deal of the week. And the weekend offer is now on your phone, as on mine. Uh, but I don't think all the games are on there. Oh, they are on there. Yeah, there's just a bunch of sales going on right now. Hmm. It's tw- it is. Oh, it's under thirty. It's twenty seven ninety nine for Hellpoint instead of thirty four ninety nine. So hey, you don't have to break your rule. Nice. Woohoo! Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that hidden gem sale is pretty cool. People should check that out. There's, I think, seven hundred different games on sale, and uh, now most of them are pretty indie and you know smaller titles, but. There's a few on there that are worth looking at. Like Geometry Wars is a really fun game, and you can get it for like three fifty right now, and uh, you know stuff like that. So I think I a lot of those it. indie games are worth looking at. I would go over that sale and look at some of the stuff. At least in my opinion, I like those kind of games. I like indie games. Exactly. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, it's a good place to maybe find a few of your palate cleanser games on sale, and. Uh, you know, just keep them in, in the bank so you can bring them out as needed after long trophy hunts and stuff like, you know. Daryl, when you finish Ghost of Tsushima and Friday the 13th, I'm sure you're going to want just something pretty easy and simple to play through. Nope. I already got Days Gone downloaded. That's my next one. Days Gone? <laughs> yep. What the hell? Why. I didn't even know you I owned know that why. game. What the fuck? <laughs> That's my next one. I just took a look at my backlog one day. I'll say, huh. That's right up there at the very top of my list. I don't want to go any further down because it's just going to get crazier and crazier. So, days gone. It's up there. Yeah, if I was going based on Eli's criteria, which I think is a smart way to do it, like looking at your bat- backlog based on the amount of money you spent on the games, then uh, Days Gone should be my next title because I, I paid, I think, $30 for it. And then uh, I still have Horizon Zero Dawn on there, the complete edition to play, which is like 20 bucks that I spent on that guy. And uh, both of those are just so massive. It just is like every time I think about starting them, I get dissuaded by something smaller and easier. So we'll see. I do want to play it at some point, though. Yeah. Before I get my PS5. I do want to say before we kind of get too far away from the Avengers topic, rest in peace to the Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Chadwick Boseman. What happened? I didn't even actually hear how he passed away. Uh, It seems like he was... uh, battling colon cancer for the last four years oh man that's crazy yeah that was that was shocking like my wife showed me yesterday i was like no no way because he was was younger as well right yeah i think it was like 40 something okay it was kind of like when she told me kobe died i was like nah that's fake right was not expecting this either man i'm sorry to hear that I don't know what they're going to yep. do as far as, well, it's going to be one of those weird things where they keep the character and replace the actor and we're just supposed to forget that it's a new person. Yeah, that never works out so well. No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. Well, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Black Panther's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. And uh, as far as the Avengers game, I'm, def- I'm still not going to get it. It, lo- <laughs> it looks like It looks like a grindy Destiny game, but with the Avengers characters. That's the the best way that I can describe it based on what I've seen and what I've heard about it. 
and that just sounds like not at all what I want. You know, if it was a, a 20 or 30 hour single player campaign where you played different chapters as different Avengers, great, you know, but there's like different gear that you're supposed to upgrade and spend currencies on. And there's like missions that you have to play multiplayer and just like grind them out for different rewards. And there's seasons and they're releasing like a hundred new characters over the course of a few years. It's like, <laughs> that it is just way too big it's way too big so They're trying to stick their hands right in your pocket with that seasons like really on an avengers game i know what <laughs> fucking seasons so are you weird. gonna have so weird oh we also yeah, did see we also did see the trailer for fall guys season two which i know you guys are particularly excited about that's gonna start in october and it is medieval themed and uh, it does look cool. There's new minigames, new skins, all that fun stuff. Uh, your rank is going to reset. So any trophy hunters out there who want that hit level 40 in a season and uh, you've already made some progress, I would recommend that you do it uh, now unless you're not worried about restarting. You know, if you're like level 5 or 10 even, you can probably just say, screw it, I'll do it at some point if I want to. But I'm Excuse level me. 33, so I'm like, I'm not going to lose that progress. <laughs> so I'm going to try to hit level 40 this season for sure all right when does the season end uh the season ends i think october 1st i'm pretty sure i'd have to look at it the, when you're logged into fall guys it tells you like this many days left in the season but i haven't played in a few days now so i don't i don't actually know off the top of my head i haven't seen this trailer what does the medieval theme mean so are these colored objects like the uh the pad platforms are they going to be like castle aesthetics yes and there's going to be like drawbridges in some of the races. They're changing up some of the mini games, and like instead of like swinging like you know balls on ropes that come and hit you, there'll be like axes that are swinging back and forth, or you know swinging what swinging balls swinging back balls and forth and sacks yeah. back and forth. Instead of getting sack tapped, you're going to get hit by an axe. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is like castle aesthetic, and then the skins that you unlock in the season pass when you play through it and level up is going to be like a knight helmet or like a dragon set or like you know stuff like that so they're keeping it pretty light pretty simple and uh you know my concern is really are there going to be additions to the trophy list with season two coming out that's what i'm hoping is not the case but i wouldn't be surprised if they did add some more trophies so we will see how it goes no it shouldn't detract from the platinum though it, it will just add another line if item i underneath and i'm the... probably never going to get the platinum no. anyway i've, I've kind of come to terms with that i want to get everything you know, that infallible trophy where you have to get five wins in a row. If it happens, like if I end up winning three in a row at some point, then I'll be like, okay, maybe I'll try the exploit to get the trophy. But I'm not going to stress over it. And even if I never end up getting that trophy, I'll feel pretty accomplished if I have all the other ones. So I'm not too worried about it. All right. So we do have a pretty fun announcement uh, that I think I'm going to pass it over to Eli to talk about. But we've been uh, working on a discord channel i should say eli's been primarily working on a discord channel you want to tell the folks that are listening a little bit about what that is and you know kind of pimp it out a bit yeah i've been working on a discord channel <laughs> tell, discord tell me channel more it's <laughs> boom yeah. it's super hype you should join we'll put a link in the description of this video to join the uh trophy talk podcast discord we got all your trophy hunting needs uh <laughs> <laughs> we got you know a good old headquarters where everyone can just chat it up right into instead of the we i don't like the comments section on soundcloud so you can 
submit your questions and comments to us, uh, suggestions for this, the, the show or the Discord in general. We got all the post-quiz questions uh, posted with... Um, that sounded weird. All the old quiz questions posted with the answers as spoilers in there so you can test your luck and see if you can get any of them right and check it out. Yep. Uh, on our, our multiplayer poll that's usually on the stream is now in there. We got merch going, which is pretty hype. Um, I'm waiting for some of that to come in the mail and see what it see what it looks like. Uh, but it is available currently. Yeah, that's awesome. All, all the episodes are on there. Uh, when we go stream lives on there, we got highlight reels, full streams uh, in case you missed them, some funny clips. Pimp your own trophies out in the trophy room. Let us know your progress. Let's see those sick trophies. Yep. Uh, and then a lot of general gaming news about the PS Plus games, gaming news, upcoming games. Talk about your list. You could even boost here. That's and, true. Uh, you can. Link up with some some uh, like-minded people and boost and bitch about your life if you feel so. We got a <laughs> channel for that. And uh, yeah, if if you're into Discord, you kind of already know. If you're not. That was a basic rundown, but yeah, hit that uh, invite link and come join. Hell yeah. You can hear me uh, tell people about the fact that I purchased the new Twilight book in the live section. If you want to make fun of me for that, you found the right yeah. Discord. Come and check it out. Come, come down and give Colin shit for that. I read 50 pages <laughs> last night before I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so making progress, boys, making progress. Yeah, and big thanks to uh, Eli for working on that. That's really his uh, his his baby, his child that he has been uh, putting together and you know making all the changes to. So I'm really happy with how it turned out. We got a good community going already, so come and check it out. And uh, we hope you enjoy your stay in the Trophy Talk Discord. You alluded to it a little bit, Eli, in terms of the sections. Oh well. I was going to maybe switch it up a bit with our run order here because typically we'd go into like what we're playing and stuff next, but we had a section in the Discord you talked about for the PS Plus games for this month. So how do you guys feel about maybe just touching on those right now? Um, I don't know how you guys feel about this month compared to last. I'm pretty pissed, but what do you guys think of the offering for, for this month coming up? Which are Street Fighter V, by the way, and PUBG. I think they're pretty. Yeah. I think they're decent offerings. I mean, PUBG's how old? That's pretty a good old. question. Yeah, it's at least three years old. Yeah, that's it. At least, at least three years old. It might be okay. more. Yeah, it's probably closer yeah, to it, five. But it's, it's only been it. on PlayStation for a little while. Oh, okay. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and Street Fighters, Street Fighters. Uh, that's a pretty cool offering, but um. I'm not really into fighting games and it's probably one of the hardest trophy lists out there. So that's not very, that's not super cool. Right. But PUBG is kind of, is all right. If you're into those kind of games, which I'm not, but it's a pretty easy list. I mean, you're going to have to play a decent amount, but that's kind of what those games are made for. They keep you coming back. So, you know, if you're into it, it's a decent list. Um, I am also wondering kind of been a weird trend they seem to be setting but they're really giving us a lot of online multiplayer games right like they're trying to it's like i wonder what's up their sleeve i'm just i don't know maybe there's not i'm just kind of noticing a trend here i mean i think you're right i mean three of the last four games they've given have been multiplayer 
only mm-hmm. or not maybe only for Street Fighter, but it's certainly multiplayer centric, and mm-hmm. it it avoids that whole idea of if someone just gets plus for that one month to get the free games, you mm-hmm. know, like they won't be able to play them after their subscription runs out. So you'll need to yep. keep your scrip- subscription up if you want to play any of these later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, gotta keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> it is weird. I agree, and and I also agree that the unknown. The, the PUBG player unknown battlegrounds list is is good for that type of game you know mm-hmm. it's uh I, I like that there's a lot of combat specific trophies you know kill 50 players with nades kill 200 players with a shotgun you know it's varied mm-hmm. it's not just like win 10 times win 20 yeah, times it's not like it's not like black ops 4 where you gotta win 10 times you know it's pretty hard or fall guys where you gotta win five in a row it's yeah. Just, yeah it's just a little grindy but if you're like those games it's not grindy yeah, exactly. You'll you'll earn trophies, I feel like, through natural play at a, a, a steady enough clip to keep you interested if that's something that you want to do. Now, it does say that it's 150 hours to get the platinum in this game. And uh, the 50 playthroughs is a bit confusing because a playthrough just means one match. So Funny. 50 matches, give or take. Um, but really not like that ridiculous. If you have friends to play with, this is probably a pretty fun game mm-hmm. to uh, to check out. Street Fighter Five, though, I agree. Um, really, really difficult list. Really hard. You have to hit gold in the multiplayer online ranked league, and uh, you have to win 300 matches, reach player level 200. You know, it's hard. You, you, they basically want you to be dedicating your life to Street Fighter. And as fighting games go, Street Fighter is one of the most challenging fighting games that are out there, in my opinion. So this is one I'm just gonna, you know, hard pass on. I'm not even gonna check it out. What do you think, Daryl? Mm, I I like that they're free games. Doesn't True. mean I'm gonna play them. <laughs> Daryl's gonna go yeah. for the Street Fighter Platinum. Yeah, yeah. I know when to. <laughs> I know when to step away if the challenge is too tough. Right. Yeah, that game. Uh, yeah, I'm not a, a big fighting game fan. I do like to play fighting games for fun, but I, in the trophy hunting aspect, it would just collide too much it's like i can't have fun with the game because i'll be trophy hunting in that mindset all the time so wouldn't mm-hmm. pan out too well PUBG was pretty nice of a, a release but i'm just so burned out from battle royale games i, I play too many it's the story of this generation i feel like you know when we mm-hmm. look back at what this generation is going to be known for it's for battle royales and for open world games <laughs> you know and, and, and seasons. Those are like the things that I would take away from this uh, console generation, all of which I hate. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit frustrating for sure. For sure. Um, I would be interested to check out PUBG with you guys at some point, though. Maybe. You know, we yeah, could that tweet. might be a good. That might be a fun yeah. Saturday stream game or something to play together. And uh, I, I'd be curious because I've really only played, you know, I played Warzone a decent amount. And the Blackout one from Black Ops 4. And those play a really specific way. I know PUBG is a little bit more tactical. A little bit more of like a simulated, realistic combat arena. So it might be a bit more challenging. But it does seem fun. I feel like that's the game that kind of kick-started the whole Battle Royale scene. Yeah, it definitely was. It was the, the first. And then Fortnite came and made it a cartoon. And people fell in love with that. And... You know, I think more recently, th- that is why I give Fall Grives so much credit. It's just that it took the genre and actually did something different with it. 
it's still a battle royale type of game, but you're not just shooting each other in the face and collecting loot the whole time and like spam running across the map from gas. Like you're just playing mini games. You know, it's a lot more simple. There's three buttons. And uh, I, I give him a lot of credit, Media Tonic, for doing something different with the genre that a lot of people seem to be enjoying. So, except for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that about covers the free games for, uh, for September. So remember to add them to your library, even if you're not going to play them, because you will have them as long as you have your PlayStation Plus subscription. And, except Street Fighter Five. Uh, except for Street Fighter Five, burn that game. You know, burn your retina so you can't see the title <laughs> of it on your console. What, whatever you need to do. And um, yeah, so w- with that, let's get into our trophy hunting progress. Uh, what have you all been playing the last couple weeks? Not much to update you guys on. Still been playing Friday the Thirteenth. I'm at fifty nine percent now, so definitely getting closer to the platinum every day. That's cool. Where, where were you at last time we talked? I don't know if I actually remember. Mm, I feel like I was at 40. Okay. Yeah, it's a good some good progress for that. Yeah, I've done most of the trophy requirements that require you to do like 13 different actions, like shoot Jason 13 times, escape 13 times. Right now, it's just like all the other ones, like do this 100 times, do that 100 times. That's the one I'm working on. Okay. So, so it's like the upgraded versions of the ones you've done exactly yeah so won't have any trophies pop for a while just because those are the ones that are going to take up most of my time but i am making some progress towards those trophies i did pop a couple last night it was the jeez oh i I played every i played as every jason in the game and i did like one of the dismembered kills that's only applicable to one of the jasons in the game Oh, interesting. Okay. That's pretty yeah. cool. None of yours are showing up in my feed for some reason. I fucking hate that when <laughs> get, when games don't show up in the feed. But it Yeah, it is. it is a little irritating. But popped a couple trophies last night. I was working on the Windows 99 trophy. Oh, yeah. It definitely was. <laughs> it took me out of the games a lot quicker because if you keep jumping through Windows, you'll eventually get into like the weakened state and that's when you run slower and jason can catch up to you quicker so i was like taking myself out without like within five minutes of the game what's the uh requirement for that you just have to jump through like 1300 of them or something uh jump through 99 windows oh that's it okay got it yeah that would make sense Supposed to be like 1300 windows yeah i was (laughs) gonna say i I am dumb yeah (laughs) well luckily it wasn't like windows 2000 or so you know (laughs) they could have totally fucked you on that one so i'm glad they didn't (laughs) yeah it's funny because like um and one of the maps like all the cabins are lined up and then in the games the windows start closed so it's almost like running through hurdles like i'm jumping through one window then i'm like getting up jumping through another and then I'm like going to the next cabin, jump through that window, jump through the next one. Uh, pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, lots of grinding right. ahead, but I'm glad you're making progress. Like you said, that's cool. And it's going to feel really good when you get that platinum. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see that, pop, uh, that platinum pop one day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, if any of the listeners out there own Friday the 13th and you want to uh, help Daryl in his quest and your help yourself in the quest for the Platinum, you should come into the Discord, go into the boosting channel, you know, drop your name, PSN ID, and, and 
you know, play a few rounds. Eli, what about you? What have you been jamming out on? Your feed I is blowing me up I, lately. I so. did it. I'm blowing up the feeds. Yep. I finally platinumed Anger Force Reloaded. Sayonara, sucker. Very nice. So, uh, yeah, I'm not a big schmup player, but oh, this one actually ended up a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. Maybe I'm being a little too, you know, I'm complaining about it too much. I had my expectations set. And uh, it's really not that bad, I guess. You got to just kind of keep playing it. But the replay, there is some replayability because you unlock an extra harder mode after the veteran playthrough. But um, you have to just keep playing the same levels over and over again to get to those levels like I explained last time. And like that replayability, like the immediate replayability is just like, it's not fun. Mm. It's just not fun. I've, all right. It's like I mastered these levels. This is so fucking, but I need the last one, you know? Um, but other than that, the list is not super tough. Uh, everything kind of is self explanatory for the most part, but I did notice there wasn't a whole lot of guides for this game. There's a couple text threads of people talking about it. Uh, so I decided to go ahead and make a review trophy got trophy list review slash kind of guide deal uh that i'm currently editing right now and uh should be wanted to have it done before today but i'm not i'm learning editing software right now too so uh might be out in the next couple days but check that one out that'll be pretty sick i actually ended it up with getting the platinum there's a co-op trophy and i ended up doing the co-op with uh, myself and two controllers in my hands. So oh, I played cool. the game with a controller in each hand. Wow. Uh, and that was pretty sick. So, uh, yeah, it was an interesting run. I saw you kind of flex on of that fun. with that being your last uh, trophy before the Platinum. So typical Eli yeah. fashion right there. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on uh, that. Very cool. Yeah, and then after that, I moved, finally moved on to Call of Duty Ghosts to get in-depth in that. And uh, I, I'm really enjoying the fact that their missions are short. They're like 15 minutes. That's why the feed's blowing up. Yeah. Because it's the first time I played it, so I'm popping a trophy every time I finish a mission. And if I get the optional thing in that mission, I'm getting a trophy for that as well. So it's two every almost 15 minutes. And I did, I don't know, four levels last night or something. And are you going so, for the, uh, I can't remember for Ghost because it's been a while, but is there Intel slash collectibles in that game? Rourke files. Rourke files. So are you going for those as you're playing through yep. this time or are you going to do it on Veteran? Okay. Uh, I'm playing it on normal and I'm going to do everything except I'm going to get all the Rourke files and I'm going to get all the optional trophies. Okay. Just leaving the Veteran playthrough for the end. Nice. Yeah. That way I can focus on probably going to stream that. Uh, I'm also streaming the collectible stuff but yeah so i can focus on focus on that because i'm gonna admit i don't like call of duty shooting really um, okay interesting yeah at least in a seven-year-old ghost game because it's just like one it's very weird uh because you don't really know what's going on it seems like especially when you take damage it's like, was that supposed to happen? Was I supposed to take damage? Is this supposed to be the exhilarating part that they're making me feel like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Yeah. Oh, good. This is so intense. I don't know what to do with myself. 
but and now it's just confusing to me i'm just like uh was it did i do something wrong or like what the hell's going on and like the screen it seems like it it flashes too much or like gets blurry maybe it's my vision going out but it gets like it's too hard to see once you get shot once and it's i don't know we'll i'm not digging it the shooting's all over the place i mean and then all your guys are constantly running in front of you and it's like oh friendly fire is not accepted it's like well did what the you jumped right in front of my bullet dude what was i supposed to do <laughs> oh man well it's, that game was the the cross-generational title for the 360 to the uh, xbox one or to the ps4 right so it's not as polished as some of the more recent titles because it's whenever you have to develop a game like that that's cross-generation you have to take some liberties and cut some corners i think to make it run on both so i don't remember too much about that campaign to be honest but i remember really loving the extinction mode or extraction mode i can't remember is it extinction i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that that mode that replaced zombies was fucking amazing back when it came out i thought and i thought the multiplayer in that game was also really fun so mm-hmm. i i enjoyed that title quite a bit but I don't remember as much, like I was saying, about the story of that game. I, I do know they set it up in such a way where we were expecting it to be the new Modern Warfare or the new Black Ops and that it was going to have sequels and there'd be a Ghost 2 and Ghost 3. And it just never happened. I don't think the reception to that game was as good as they were hoping for. So I'll be curious to hear what you think once you get to uh, get to the end of it and get a little more experience with it. It certainly doesn't play like Battlefield in terms of the shooting. So mm-hmm. I'm also yeah, I'm definitely used to that right now. Right. So like, you know, making sure I hit something with my shot. I feel like I just need to be spraying the whole screen in this game. And it's like I used to play a lot of multiplayer on Call of Duty. Uh it has been a while, but I don't remember it being this awkward. But I also didn't play the campaign, so maybe that's I don't know. Something's yeah. off. Something yeah. feels off. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you eventually get to, um, jumping ahead a bit here, but if you eventually get to Doom 2016 and or trophy hunting in that, I'll be curious to hear what you think of, like, you know, the Call of Duty experience versus the Battlefield experience versus Doom. There's three first-person shooters that all feel very uh, different, different philosophies in play. So, Oh, and that, speaking of those, comparing those, the helicopter scene, I did that in Ghost last night, and boy, that was making me sick. Oh, yeah. It's making my head hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I started feeling, I was like, oh, my blood sugar is going low. This is weird. And I was like, oh, no, it's not. No, I, I just feel sick. Yeah. Because of this helicopter. The Battlefield helicopter missions were sick, dude. I love that. That was my one of my favorite parts of the game. Yep. And this one, I was just like, oh, dude, please be over. Just get over. Like, ugh, getting nauseous here. Yeah, I've actually had that in the last year or two more than like i've never had that happen previously in my life playing games where like i would get like motion sickness but i actually had that a couple times in the last few years which is surprising where i've had to like just step away from the game for a second and just like sit down and be like whoa you know that's it is bizarre it's bizarre i think we're just getting old but i also think games are like so spazzy and twitchy and fucking all over the place now like i don't get it when i'm not playing it's only when i play shooters you know but they're just they're just so fast compared to what they were 10 years ago how about yourself, Colin? Um, yeah, I have not been playing new spazzy shooters. I've been playing more Fall Guys, which I talked about a little bit before. So I am at, I think, 59% completion in that game. I'm really just hunting for first places in races and for leveling up 
and no i'm at 56 percent. excuse me and then for you know wins still trying to get my 20 wins and stuff but been making good progress there and that's a lot of fun but as far as the single player component um i'm playing a game called samurai jack battle through time it's uh published by adult swim games who are the same people who did death's gambit fuck that game and you know th this game is really fun I, I was not a fan of samurai jack growing up any more than like any other cartoon i mean i heard of it and it was cool like aesthetically but i wasn't obsessed with it or anything but i i saw on ign like a you know first eight minutes of gameplay video and it just looked really fun it it's a a third person hack and slash game where you're switching between swords and spears and you know clubs and hammers but it's really just like killing waves of enemies with different combos and it feels a lot like you know dante's inferno or the older uh, god of war titles where it's it's all about executing combos with different weapons to most effectively take out enemies and then there's some really small puzzle elements and some collectibles that you can get and uh it's all wrapped up in that samurai jack aesthetic and enemies and characters so it's been a lot of fun there is no guide for this game yet and so i've been you know i bought it kind of on a whim and it was forty dollars i'll say i think it's probably too much for this game um something closer to like 25 or 30 would be more aligned with what i've seen but regardless um you know the, the trophy list from what i can tell without the guide seemed pretty doable and the game looked fun so i just went for it and right now i'm on the last level of the game i was hoping to have it beat by the time we talked today but um ended up playing warzone with some friends last night instead so kind of a bummer but i'm on the last level of the game i'll have it beat soon for the first go through and i'm at 39 percent completion I'll, I'll be at 40 once that first playthrough is done and it, it's a lot like some of the older cod titles where a lot of trophies are tied to beating the levels again on the hardest difficulty so for every level that you play on what's called master of masters difficulty you get a silver trophy and then when you beat the game on master of masters it's an additional gold trophy so that'll really start to like increase my percentage pretty quickly and from what i can tell you play that difficulty as like a new game plus so you get to keep all of your upgrades to your weapons and stuff like that there, there is an upgrade tree with three different branches and you can upgrade your weapons and you can you know buy items from the shop to like help you and stuff like that so um yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's i think probably about 12 hour playthrough or 10 hour playthrough so it's relatively short you will need to play through it twice if you want to get the platinum like i said and um when i started the game i tried to play it on hard and i died like three times pretty quickly so i had to put it back onto normal so it's not a game that's you're just going to be able to like spam the square button and get through you do have to you know it's pretty hard you're gonna have to dodge and you're gonna have to parry attacks and you're gonna have to use the right weapon for the right enemy type and all that kind of stuff but overall it's a fun short experience i think and the list is good the trophy artwork is good so i would recommend it if you're uh if you're looking for sort of a sort of a shorter experience or if you're a huge samurai jack fan i would check it out i was gonna it should definitely be cheaper because you can play it on your phone can you yeah, it's available on on your phone. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Um, I I cannot imagine playing this on your phone. I feel like that would be incredibly difficult. Some of the the combos are like square, square, triangle, rotate the left stick, circle. 
you know so it's like how does that work on a phone i have no idea but either way yeah it's it's good so and when i'm done with that um i'll be getting into another another game that i already have actually uh purchased and downloaded which is uh trover saves the universe which is the the game by the rick and morty creator and it's a, a pretty short linear experience as well i'm just you know I wasn't in the mood for a bigger game. I haven't been in the mood for a bigger game for a while now. You're so. playing all Daryl's uh, color cleansers for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just like, I, I don't know. And maybe when we get closer to, like, again, horror month, spooky October that we talked about, maybe I'll jump into something bigger. But for right now, I just, uh, I can't do it. You can do it. I can do it. I believe in you, Colin. So, yeah, that's Samurai Jack, Battle Through Time. Uh <laughs> Yeah, pretty uh, pretty good game. Would rec- would recommend ten out of ten. Any uh, any other questions about that game or the list? Anything like that, boys? You want to touch on here before we move on? Uh, I think I'm good. I think Eli wants to say something. Eli, you look like you got something on your mind. <laughs> I just can't stop laughing. It's one of those uh, days for sure. For one of sure. those days. Yeah. Of the giggles, oh, I'm ready to go. I guess what I what I will call out quickly before I move on from it is that the platinum percentage is actually really low the i thought the game was going to be easier than it has been and that's reflected in the platinum which is only at a 0.3 percent 0.3 percent yeah yeah i'll be pretty happy with it when i get it i I do think it's going to be harder all said and done than i thought it was and so it'll be a rewarding experience to say the least with that um i think it's time daryl for you to kick some ass as quiz master as we move on to our trophy hunting quiz are you guys ready for that i'm ready let's go all right real quickly before we jump in again the rules of the game daryl is going to read three trophy titles and descriptions to us as he's the quiz master this week we will then have uh 15 seconds 20 seconds or so to write down our answers and at the end we're going to go back over the descriptions and the titles and we, Eli and I, will give our guesses. Daryl's going to tell us if we are right or not. If we get the franchise of the game correct, it is a half a point. If we get the specific title in the franchise correct, it is another half a point. For a total of three points per episode, feel free to play along at home. And uh, yeah, this will be, after today, the second full round robin of hosting and answering questions. So we'll have a pretty good idea of where we are all situated in terms of scores. Anything I leave out there? I think it's pretty good. All right, Daryl, take it away. All right. The first question I have for you guys, or not question, what am I talking about? Come on, first one I got for you guys (laughs) is the Nutcracker hyphen sweet. For that trophy, you have to incapacitate an enemy, then shoot them in the testicles. Oh, God. <sighs> 20 seconds starting now. All right. I did, I did, not, I did not get that one. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> oh, that was my easy one. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eli looks confident. I don't know. I feel half confident. Hey, it's half probably half. better than where Colin's at. Yeah, I don't feel confident at all. I feel relieved, but I don't feel confident. I have an idea, but I'm like, yeah. All right. Next one. Trophy is called Ghostbuster. Trophy description is beat a ghost. I, okay. Um, shit, shit, shit. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Last question. Why do I keep calling it question? I'm not asking any questions. Well, I, yeah, you know, whatever, dude. What, yeah, don't right, worry about the, it. The question mark is, uh, uh, what do you call that? Insinuated. Right. Yeah. Okay, last one. Quench their thirst. Give water to a wanderer. <sighs> Fucking. Could be so many things. Like what? Yeah, exactly. It could be so many games. Um, what's the title again? Sorry, what was the, the trophy title? Quench their thirst. Oh God! Fuck. To a wanderer. Uh... All right. Well, whatever. I put some down. Yep. All right. That's it. Okay. Sounds like. Uh... Sounds like this was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you tried to make it that way on he, purpose, Daryl. Yeah, bro. Your freebie wasn't <laughs> even that free, you know? <laughs> All right. The first one, Yep. Nutcracker, sweet, incapacitate an enemy, then shoot them in the testicles, which you guys get. I'll go first because I know I'm wrong. I put Bulletstorm, Bulletstorm Definitive Edition. Which I, I don't put, even think is on your list. <laughs> I put Sniper Elite, Sniper Elite 4. Oh, God. That's... The correct answer is Sniper Elite 4. No. Ow. No. Okay. All right. Well, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, thanks. Yeah, nice. right. Nice. Good one. Good one, Eli. Second one. Ghostbuster, beat a ghost, what you guys get? I put Horizon Chase Turbo, franchise and title. I put Horizon Eli? Chase Turbo, franchise, Horizon, <laughs> Chase Turbo. <laughs> Correct answer, Horizon Chase Turbo. Yes! Let's go! Yes! Okay, cool. One point at least. Well, we were talking about me giving you hard stuff. That was a pretty obscure, like... Yeah. Eli's two for two. Yep, Eli's two for two. All right, last one. Quench their thirst. Give water to a wanderer. Eli, you you go first. I went first the other two. I want to hear what you put. I put Witcher, Witcher 3. I put uh, Darksiders, Darksiders Warmastered Edition. Okay. Correct answer. None of those two. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was Mad Max. Oh, Oh, man, that's a good... Yeah, damn it. Damn it. I was surprised none of you went with Division 2. My mind jumped to that originally, but the the title of the trophy was wrong. So... Well, they're not not Wanderers. Right, right. If it was like to a settlement or something, it would have been a little more obvious. Yep. Oh, man. All right, well... One point for me, two points for Eli. Relatively close overall. Yeah, you guys did better than I thought you would. <laughs> well, um, that is the second full round Robin, as I alluded to. So the start of the episode next time, we're going to give our final scores and uh, give everyone a little updated tally. We, I think the plan is to do another full round and then declare a winner. So we will all be... Quizmaster one more time and I can get some revenge on Daryl for his hard questions. You guys are going next time I'm not you know, next time I'm going obscure, you know what I mean? 
I've only I've only dug into my one percent trophy lists once so far, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into that shit some more. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do our homework next time. Right, right. But hopefully you guys enjoyed that at home and you played along. Um, I'm sure that we'll have the correct answers in the Discord in uh, a few days' time, if not shortly before that. And uh, we'll, you know, you guys can check yourselves on your knowledge there for all things trophies. Now is the time of the show where we pimp our social media presence. So any, uh, where can the people find you guys at? Or us. I'm still, I'm still Narshard13 on Instagram. Twitter, uh, Twitch, YouTube, which I think, yeah, I mentioned I'm going to put a new video up, and uh, Discord as well, but hit up the Trophy Talk podcast Discord for, for all that. Hell yeah. Daryl, what about you, my friend? Twitch, find me, the tall Samoan guy. You can find me streaming most of the time, and I just started an Instagram page. So you can find me there as well, Tall Simone Guy. I've already put up a couple clips of my Friday the 13th gameplay. So hop on over and check those out. Absolutely. And uh, you can find me on YouTube at CK Present. Still doing my Halo full series heroic playthrough. I'm almost done with Halo Reach. I have one, one more level to go on that. And then we'll get into Halo Combat Evolved. And I am on Twitter, though I don't really use it. So best way to interact with me is probably just through PSN. Or through Reddit, and I'm CK present on both of those. And for us at Trophy Talk Podcast, you have the Trophy Talk Podcast Discord that we've alluded to many times. We also have a Twitter at PS Trophy Talk, right? Let me say that again. Yeah. Yes, PS Trophy Talk. Yeah. We'll put up random clips and stuff on there. I've used it a little bit, um, but I, th I still think Discord's probably the best way to get a hold of us if you wanted to reach out. And uh, then you can also find us, obviously, where you're listening currently, which is soundcloud.com slash trophytalkpodcast. The RSS feed is up and going for all of our episodes now. This episode will be included on that feed as well. So you can download the podcast and listen to them at your leisure. Really appreciate everyone listening and checking out the show. Anything you guys want to add before we dip on out of here? Happy trophy hunting. Happy trophy hunting. Indeed. DM the Discord. Yeah, really, come come check out the Discord. It seems like it's it's going to turn into a pretty cool... It already is a pretty cool place and community, but you know we want you guys to be in there. We, we want to be interacting with you and listening and you know taking your suggestions or just talking about trophies with you guys. So you know come on over and, and check it out. We'll be playing every Saturday still. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, we'll have played last night, but you can probably find the full stream and some, some highlight clips uh, in the coming week for that experience, but definitely check us out. Eli streams that on Saturday nights, twitch.tv slash narshredder13. And uh, yeah, until next time, happy gaming. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>